Welcome back, folks. Another brand new episode of the Talk Book Podcast. I'm Blackheart. I'm just getting over a little allergy slash cold. I remember it was yesterday, so hence why my demeanor is at an ultra low. Um, I got Big K in the building, and I got E. Dukes, the villain in the building. Um, y'all know where to find us. Y'all know where to find our podcast. I'm not going to say too much. And for certain reasons, I'm not going to try to sit here today we're going to try to run a little test run when it comes to this so y'all should know bro but follow us on the social medias Instagram. type in on these above dot com here folks um yeah man this is our weekly wrap up and news what will happen in the week that just passed and we're on the table say what up to the boys and let's get this thing started Um, uh, any day now. I got you. Yo, what's good, you pencil dick slap nuts motherfuckers? If you, if you hey, don't know, I might come out. You already broke one rule already, dude. Yes. Huh? This is for your cousin censorship. Reduce the cussing, and you can't even ball your own rope. Uh, Where you going, dude? Talk? You already messed it up within the first three minutes. Great job. <laughs> I know this was this one was for. This was supposed to be a practice, bro. You try to get used. To <laughs> so you already failed. So that's a great job. <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Um, what's good, y'all? Slap nuts. I'm my first. If y'all know who this is, is E. Deuce the villain here? Here just to come back for some more wrestling drama, bitch. Uh, we got Mitch's. What's up, everybody? This is Big K. Back again with another weekly review. Hope y'all enjoy it. Well, that's pretty short and simple. Okay. Ooh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, let's go into the top of the top of the week, which was Monday Night Raw. With one on the night two of the miserable, hideous, atrocity of a draft. Um, the tag team champions eventually traded votes, and both these teams got traded to the op. So they decided that they're going to trade off the votes instead. Exactly what I predicted last week, as Big K pointed it out earlier in the chat stuff. Braves now officially on Raw, along with Lux of Bliss, as I said before. <laughs> Jabba Lana uh, wins the number one 
contender Battle Royal please Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. That I have to laugh at so hard. I can't laugh because I'm still I still got congestion in my lungs right now, so <clears throat> it hurts when I try to laugh. So I can't laugh today. But this was hilarious. It was really was, and this was shocked the whole damn group. And this is one of those things that shocked the whole damn group, including myself. I mean, I can't. I don't know what what is, what is it to say kudos to Lana or to say the Vince McMahon backstage. What was you thinking booking this? Because <laughs> seriously, I have no firm idea of what we are looking at here, and I'm already kind of disenchanted about what's happening with Lana, as we already talked about before. Um, it's just Jesus, man. Just Lana is just a lost cause, and I think it really. This is because of that advertisement that she did before the whole third party site clause kind of kicked in the gear for these independent contractors, aka superstars. Again, though, I think she's being punished for that as well. I think there's multiple things behind the scenes. I think she's being punished for, and then they make it seem like she's not being buried, but she's going to be. Watch out today. Watch tomorrow. Watch out some street fish is happening, and boom. Something just might happen. But basically, long period, but long event, but long story made short, long story, period. Andrade and Mickey James wasn't even drafted. This is what Deuce has been yapping on and on for a few days about. Basically, the burial of Andrade begins along with this. But as Joseph has confirmed, he was not not being drafted because he's going to undergo some small surgery um, so he's going to be out for like a month and some change but they're automatically going to put him on off. yeah I already said that so he's not really going to be buried but he is going to get buried to a certain degree about what they're going to do with him you got to look at what that line is going to be like right here right now and you got to have to and then you gotta answer that question what can they do to resurrect him this was Paul Heyman's choice of a person he wanted to push, and that didn't work. So now in Vince's eyes, okay, what's going on now? What can we do with him? Otherwise, he's a lost cause. We send him back to NXT or put him on 205 Live. When that's pretty much what it's going to be like. I'm sorry for that, but Mickey James, she has gone through surgery herself. I think it was the implant surgery. Um, so... <laughs> Well, she wasn't drafted either, so sources have confirmed on that story when it comes to that. Raw, there's no more Raw Underground? Yes! Finally! I knew that thing was not going to last. I knew that thing was not going to last more than a month. It, it was horrible. Sorry, the first week was the only exciting week because we had the sexy doctors. That's it. Everything else was just garbage. I don't want to talk about that anymore, but thank God that they actually scrapped that whole idea. Now, now it's R.I.P. Raw Underground. McIntyre and Orton, and as we see the comparison between Moxie and Lance Archer, brawl all over the arena. This was like a copy and paste. Like I feel like copies are watching each other. As much as AEW doesn't want to admit that, and WWE doesn't want to admit that, they are doing it. They're watching the product. They're watching the opponent's products. That's going after certain superstars and trying to bring in the Otherwise, who are they going after to bring in the to bring their first butt into the company? It's versus for other companies. These companies are watching each other's product. Was this contract inspires me? We got Or go after her. XYZ. Situation when it comes to that for Monday Night Raw, but overall, pfft, it was abysmal. This was only like a two out of ten stars. This was garbage. Matter of fact, if you, matter of fact, if, if y'all want to put it in five star complexities, this was two shits in the toilet seat flush. Sorry, mm-hmm. dudes, so I might have to copy that from you, and that's my first word of the day. So, yes, <sighs> but yeah, two. Two turds in a toilet. Censorship. Okay. So, so I gotta say, Monday Night Raw. Mm. All right. 
Let me, let me take you two more with this one, dude. Let me bring you down fragment by fragment. Just get straight to your points. I got you. Um, look, let's let's see what's good overall. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like they have something good. The only best part is they have something good. Was Ricochet in the Hurt Business? Now you got now Ricochet apparently won't pull an Eddie Guerrero just so that way he won't join, which that could help Ricochet out because Lord knows, knowing what happened during the draft, that must mean. Later on down the road, we say you join the her business. Where is Naomi? Just to give me, I understand that, but she deserved to be that woman's battle royal. Like I said, she had surgery. Like I told you, like she had surgery, I, so she wouldn't be able to compete. She had surgery herself. So um, she wasn't cleared by that time period for before the battle royal. Are you saying that, Kendall? Yeah, because it was like, I think she had surgery like three weeks ago. And she And it was like from like ring, like from somewhere like CW Unlimited was like she had surgery and she was going to be up for like, I think up to like three to six months. Uh-huh. I think she had like bicep, she had like bicep surgery or something. Uh-huh. And bicep surgery wouldn't really take time. Yeah, so so. Like, right. Okay, that's acceptable. But if she was ready, I would have. I would definitely would have seen this if she, she was probably, there. She probably been in there. She would probably would have been in there, and probably it probably would have been a different outcome. But no, we didn't get to see that. We get to see the laughing stock of WWE. Thank you. And here's what I'm just saying. I says turn up the chat. If you could be put through a table multiple times, you only you could make it to be in a woman's. You can be the number one contender to be going after a title. Um, because that's the only thing I can legit see. Oh my bad. I do agree with Shiz. She's being buried just the same as Andrade. Um, reason why for reason why for Lana Rusev is Rusev is an AEW. Rusev, aka Miro. My bad. Miro is an AEW. Okay. I know to the world's Rusev. Here's out. In the dark side universe, he's dangerous. He's known as Rusev. And then yeah, on the greener pasture, he's Miro. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just by that, Barry. Andrade, I'm sorry for you, bro. I am legit sorry for you. If you got picked, if you, your, your name brings so much greater value into the to any roster, but yeah, you got if Titus worldwide got picked before you, you suck, bro. But this roster straight up sucked ass. I'm sorry, it was two shits and a toy flush. Can you just say two man. turds in the toy C flush, man? For crying out loud. My bad. Two turds. Oh, man. No, no wipe. Straight all toilet right, seat. Right. You're already off to a horrible, horrible job. Jesus Christ. BK, please go. All right, so I'm about to agree with y'all. Raw was two turds in the toilet. Whatever y'all said. Um, two turns is always flush. Yeah. So, like I told y'all, like 
the main point of Raw that I was really mad at, like for real, was that tag team match. Rudolph versus Nudie. I'm like, why did y'all already why would y'all have them face them right after the fact they got drafted to SmackDown? Like why would y'all have them face Nudie for the Raw tag team titles after they got drafted to SmackDown? I could understand like before like they did last with Nudie. I could understand y'all had them wrestle the assessment man came up there and said, Okay, y'all drafted to SmackDown. But that didn't make sense. Why would y'all have them face New Day, possibly winning, and doing this whole trade-off belt stuff again? That wouldn't even make no sense. Like, right after y'all just did it, why would y'all possibly have Rude and Ziggler win the belts and doing it again? That's the main thing that was made me mad. Then Ricochet, him do I think it would have been better for him to join the hurt business, in my opinion. Because look at Shelton. He wasn't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. He was in catering for like a year, year and a half. Well, he was doing 24 7 stuff and jobbing, but he was in catering. Last time, last time I really heard about him was the Royal Rumble, when he was doing all oh, that whole little team up stuff with Brock Lesnar. Oh, you're a team, we're a team. Then Brock turned on him. And before that, he was doing the America Alpha 2.0 with Chad Gable. So, look at Cedric Alexander. He was still doing something, but people weren't taking him that serious. Look at Bobby. He was in one of the worst storylines heading into this year and the bottom half of last year. Now look at me. Nice exception. So, I would have thought that they would have had him doing the hurt business. And they would have had Bobby. They would have had Bobby drop the U.S. title and went to the World Heavyweight Title situation. They would have had Shelton be U.S. champion and have Cedric and Ricochet as tag champion to make him a dominant force. But nope. And that's all I got to say about that. And Lana, like you said, she's married, so it's over for her. Um. Watch. I feel like they're gonna have that match as a as a main event of Raw tomorrow, and it's gonna last like five minutes. They're not. gonna have it like the last five minutes of Raw. Listen, it better not. Cause that's the go home edition of Raw before they go out this out on Sunday. If they want to point home, it'd be like, yo, we need y'all to watch this pay per view. Imagine y'all that this is what they need to do. Just put this on the opening. Um, the opening segment of tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw and call it. And dude, if that's your story, please stop. Nah, that ain't me, Mike. Anyways, um, ooh, good stuff, Kevin. Awesome. Okay, my fault. I'm moving pre taping. Um, AEW Friday Night Slam before we go. You Rumble Royale <laughs> going to Wednesday nights. Let's go into Dynamite. FTR defeats Bethany to turn over after that whole 20 minutes of greatness is over. We get Miro and Kip Sabian attacking them because of the arcade machine that happened from the pre. So now we see a new rivalry blooming between Price and Miro and Kip Sabian. Best man and Bruce Man. That's it. You want to find that as well? Next one, Jamie G is still not over at Hardy. I think this whole for Sammy gets in, for Sammy gets injured, then suspended, and then the follow-up match afterwards, Matt Hardy gets concussed. He's injured. He's never, he's never in the same sense. Now he's been, now he's been clear to compete, and is still pulling the trigger on this. I don't know. I give it. One match out the park and call it a day, and let's move to separate lines. That's what they need to do because the same G and Matt Hart. Yes, they're still unfinished, but still weak, and that's possible, and that's true. But still, at the same time, I feel like this thing was was just be 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 riddled with just that aura around it because of whatever happened backstage. I think it started with the whole chair shot to the face. That started, that started, that really started off, and that's when the shot 
off the rails from that time period. But that's just me. But um, let's see what this happens. I'll give it to Full Gear. Give you that coming up number seven to see what happens with that. If that does happen, then they close it, close that chapter there. NJM challenges Chris Jericho, invites him out to a state dinner next week to talk about. So, this whole huge announcement, it wasn't really a huge announcement, it was just a play for another week. But it worked out in the favor because you have two great heels that's great on the mic and that can talk to and that can talk to with. And it worked out. Play it played K for another week to see what happens potentially next. And we see the seeds be planted on poor Sammy that's gonna get kicked out or who's who's frustrated where you know what? It's time for me to go. I'm out of here. Maybe Matt was right. And sometime after four years, I'll pull the trick on that one. Next would be the eight man tournament. That's what that's going down for the AEW World World Title, who's gonna be number one contender. Most of us here have already said it's gonna be between um Kenny Omega or Hank Adams because that storyline that's been now they're going to singles competition. Now they tournament on opposite side of the bracket, they're bound to meet up in the finals. And that would be a great way, a great match to sell as one of your top tier matches for full gear. If I was the booker, I would do top four matches next to the World Heavyweight title match, which is going to be either an station or no disqualifications at that type of degree. I mean, at that type of degree, it's going to be Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. It's going to have the tag team championship, of course, as the versus the Young Bucks. That's definitely going to be the top echelon. The second one. Um... Potentially, what just might happen with the team championship, we don't know. But I would safely say that Hinkman, Allen Page, and Kenny Omega is going to be the top three or top four of the match card of that night. Period, bar none. You heard it from me first. Y'all can argue about that crap later. I don't care. Um, who do I got? I, I listen, I got Kenny. Kenny, for somewhere reason. He's going to turn heel that night at full gear after he wins, chase his hand, and oh boy, the cleaner is going to come out and molly walk the shit out of poor age. And I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Moxie versus Lance Archer was great. At the very end, we get Eddie Kingston coming as a breakout star of AEW this year. Um, hitting a big congratulating him at the very end and back slapping them and choking him out to end the program with. But before that, Big Swole shines a little bit during the Hikaru Shida match, even though mad botches. At least he tried. I think like Big Swole's momentum kind of flat. flat. You, you, you get this women's match, first one ever in her career. And a bunch of bosses go, oh, not what they try to put on, on national television. Especially when it came to the anniversary of the US. That really felt flat, and I just didn't respect it, but I respected the effort that they put in to try to make it, to try to savage it, to try to make it worth something. So who's the both lady, but the conversation, I feel like the time has passed. Champion, I'm going with the dentist, Britt Baker, solely creeping her back to the title picture to take that championship. Watch, she's the highest AEW wrestler division. Great, each and every damn time when she was injured, she was giving you more. And now, when she's fully healthy, now she she can give you a lot more. So let's see what happens then. Trust me. That's all I got. AEW. Mm. Okay. Um, my take is different. Um, yo, shout out to Orange Cassidy, dog. No bull. Because that match between him and K Omega, I mean, my, my, my bad. 
Cody was a real good was a real great match. I I want to see part two coming soon. Um, now we now everybody knows I love tag teams. Um, but we all I'm gonna sit here and say is this the FTR versus Young Bucks is already. It's, it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. This match is going to write itself to history. I want to be sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying myself watching this match. Hands down. Um, Shout out to Big Swole because you know that match had cold botches in it, but you know, just the first just the first time and I actually you know what I do agree with is um Bird Breaker is gonna win when she comes back from whatever she's doing. And when she comes back she's gonna win the title and then you're gonna see multiple people coming about the out of nowhere. Probably new probably new signings. And I think by that time that that Brent will win, all the rest of the AEW women's locker room will come. Cause I think that will be the end of COVID. No offense, ladies and gentlemen, but Mostly everybody for the women's roster from AEW is all international. Nobody will seem to realize that. Um, because they're because they number one is real. And if real is back as a rat. Um the dark horse of every single thing I had to say, Eddie. Kingston, my man. Yo, the king of the promos. Eddie. He's now it's gonna I wanna see the smash between him and, and Moxie again. Whatever he does on the mic is always gonna be pair of gold. <laughs> king of Megan and Adam Heyman Page. That's written itself. We all know that. But the best match will be Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. First opening match. The, the Lucha Bros going at each other. They have history of going at each other. But this time, we will see the AEW ring, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be pure magic. With these two go at it. Um, other than that, I really don't see anything else. But but Kenny Omega winning, I don't know. Hangman versus the Cleaner. Uh, that that's a story. That's going to happen. But it's cool though. So you AEW, yo. And one year, you're actually building yourself to be greater, and now you're gonna work out more of the stars. That's that's not really the WWE. That's that's the greatest thing that the one will see that's really happening. And MJF, Jericho, it's like 2.0 all over. Mind blowing. I'll give you our roses now, AEW. Bro, talk. Y'all deserve it. BK, go. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I, I know what he's but, done. Uh, Trust me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the whole AEW situation, like I said, I don't really watch it to a day after. <laughs> I watch it next So I feel like the Cody and the or casting match that will happen again. That will happen again. I don't know if we'll have it at full gear or what. 
but it's going to happen again. That was a good. That was a good match. Um, like Josh said last week about the whole Kenny Omega situation, I feel like he was what he was. He 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 was right now what he wasn't going to be in the for me, and he's just now coming out that shadow and breaking out and doing what he what we all know he can do. The New Japan and the ROH Kenny Kenny, we all know that that's gonna come out soon. Like for the past like year, like he was he was the Kenny Omega that would have been Kenny Omega in the WWE, like Josh said last week. So but now they're finally gonna let that out. The cleaner they're gonna let him face Hangman Hangman Adam Page. I think he's gonna win. And like, like Blackheart, he's gonna turn heel, and he's gonna finally become the King Maker we all know and love. Um, FTR and the Young Bucks. Um, <coughs> if you go back about two years ago, the Young Bucks tweeted revival, and the Young Bucks is gonna happen one day. Write this down. And as soon as I heard about that, like that tweet popped up. On my timeline on Facebook, and I was like, "Now it's all coming full circle." FDR versus Young Bucks. To me, I feel like it's gonna be the main event, or close to the main event. It's probably gonna be the coming event because the, that's gonna be that's gonna be match of the year in terms of like. The whole coming full circle with the tweet and stuff like that. So, I think that that or the Kenny and Adam is going to be match of the night or possibly match of the year. Um, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. I feel like that's going to be a good match too. But I feel like Kenny and Hangman and FTR and Young Bucks are going to outshine them, bitch. Just because of the fact, like I said, I haven't really watched. I watched Eddie Kingston like TNA and all other indie promotions. I all like to me, like I feel like he's more like known for his mic work and stuff like that. He's a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but he's like a good like more of a mic worker and a trash talker. And shout out to Big Swole. Um. Like y'all been saying, when Burbank can come back, she's gonna take over the division right now. Big Swole, you got it. So, oh, I got it. All right, swore to the other show that happened on Wednesday. We swore to NXT. We get the undisputed era. I'm Fish and um, I'm Strong. Only them were contender shots to face the tag team champions, Rizango, who's currently holding the belts. Austin Theory had a great showing versus Ryan Gargano, even though he lost. The Boston Champion is aiming, targeting for Valveteen Dream. I'm going to see this again. I remember that NXT that they had when uh, Tommaso was champion and Valveteen Dream was the challenger. He came out with the Hulk, with, with the Hulk, with Hulk Hogan pants. And I was like, that match was sold me as a fan for Valveteen. I'm like, ooh, even though he's the best, but I got to. Give his due, so I can't wait to see rematch to that with no tiles on the line. Now they can try to do some creative spots there, and um, maybe this is the rejuvenation that maybe that Tommaso needs. Right, now. he's not really doing anything for NXT. Today it wins number one contender again. Oh, I am so sick of it. So now she's going to face the Easter right again. At Havoc, the NXT special that happened, happened I think, on the 27th on that Wednesday. Um, Shasi, however, is shining week after week after week on performances in the ring. Even some of the things that some she's shining through all those. So, underline her name, man. Give it, give it, and she comes back and hope. We'll be back to the decision. We can see something of that she can be really seen to go behind, maybe try to demonstrate for the flock tour. 
who are actually responding to Islam. So all these for all these people in wrestling aim, is aiming for a certain demographic of the audience. This is why and you know this is why there's so many people that you can choose from to follow and get behind in so many things. But it's basic characteristics of our lives that they take from to make these characters. That's why some of them are very relatable to whoever that we may feel connected to. That, so that's only one thing. Um, oh, God. Straight Maverick, he trash. Next. Um, Dexter Lumen, Damian Priest was good. I, I have no obligation. I have no worries about that from the main event. Two new stars built stage for both of these guys. But for Dexter Lumis, what's really about to happen with him? It's the only key question. I do not know. But and then you insert Cameron Grimes straight to the moon. Oh, I don't know what he said. <laughs> but you asserted him to be with the, the most charismatic heel that they have on NAC right now. And which just is shocking to me. And you're seeing this happen little by little. Chachi's going to be hosting Halloween Havoc. It uh, introduces the spin the wheel, make a deal. You make wheel that they started on that. And I was like, when did WCW do that? So if y'all can fill in that answer for me, please do. But um, the mask of the night for me was Raquel Rodriguez. I mean, Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley. When you see that little backstage confrontation happen, I'm like, yo, imagine they have a match. And we're going to get it. And this is something that we can get by. And this help Raquel get some more experience and boost and their rejuvenation. I lost to Charlotte at Rebecca. She has a really big. Hopefully, this starts to for them and be like, yo, we need to create new stars, especially when we're in this real thing. Nothing with this whole outbreak is with. And things actually do go back to the way that it is. Then maybe you have other options. Then maybe you have options to buy more for right now. With, I say, yo, we gotta the gems um, from the basically. It's one of those times when they need something. Who got who can be not give up on at least the higher us will give us a time basis to help mold these, help mold these guys, these characters. If they can't do that, then they have no wrestling. They have no characters. They have no persona. They have no flavor to their characters, and that's why it makes me so damn generic. And this is the problem with WWE nowadays. Period. So, I'm hoping they'll be anything stupid when it comes to those two God, I'm going to see that match. Havoc. That will be the point I say, watch out for, boys, because that match right there can make you a fan that's all I gotta say about NXT. All right, I'm gonna give NXT something that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to another alum uh, of the of the top ropes. So I'm saying. It was garbage. Next. Go BK. Um, NXT, the only thing that really interested me was the Damian Priest and Hole. Um, I still can call him Samuel Shaw. That's why I know him. Because next Illumis, if he was Samuel Shaw in TNA. Um, and the whole camera grab situation, like, I feel like, like you said, he's a charismatic heel, and they're giving him his, this little, this little stupid gimmick, when in TNA he was like, a little, he was, he was more, he was more of a taking serious type guy, 
he was exhibition. He was like a bad guy, and he was he was more like he was more entertaining at TNA. Uh, yeah, like he's more. They, I think he's good too. So I feel like it's gonna be a triple threat at Halloween Havoc. Him, Damian Priest, and Dexter Lumis for a North American title. Um, they're doing this. Candice Lorraine, Johnny Gargano stuff again with the NXT and NXT Women's title, trying to make a new couple, which is y'all read. I'll do this and y'all are unsuccessful. So, but I do see, but I do want to see what kind of magic you want to do with the whole spin the wheel, do the spin, thing. Spin the wheel. Keep it shrill. Keep it shrill. Nope. And you can tell that's not me doing the snoring because every time I'm talking, it happens. And he's so, always gonna stay lying. You know, it's not his snoring, it's his heavy yeah. ass breathing. So Dukes, yeah, wake up! I am yeah, I told, yeah, I told you, man. It's his breathing right now. Okay. Last but not least, we're going to SmackDown that happened on Friday night. Oh, we get this weird opening. Triple H, Stephanie McMahon in the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Introducing all these new new additions to SmackDown. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler and um, Robert Rude attacks New Day. Big Brawl ensues. All of a sudden, Lars, the Freak Sullivan. They said the Freak fed. I mean, this, the, they labeled the Freak 22 in that opening segment. Ew, why? And he's more of a freak because he gets in trouble backstage. Oh, backstage right now. What's going on? So bad time to really call call him a freak. He's, he's a freak for other things, but that's only me. But I digress. We get the new day farewell. The most happy, more sentimental. As a fan, no one's going to continue breaking. You really realize this is really about to happen. To be doing this. Why are you doing this? We get the feeling here for so you want to be a believer that certain certain times the rest of this would see if you really watched for the last six years. And you really, really go to step away and like why much more <laughs> feeling so um so that confirmed that also um remodeling so not having the whole new day thing you know becoming a more serious gimmick so us yeah, we'll see what happens and we hope he really gets that big and if he does I wanna see him go to war with give him a, a type of big baby face push. This oil, the hell the we and all I think he would maybe not like he's a champion, but he was he's considered the top of that roster. So we wish him the best of ladies. This topic, I'm ready to take Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and Seth Rollins, Rollins, Murphy, and Mysterio day right about now. Please pull the trigger on this WWE. We didn't need serious get drafted to SmackDown. We didn't need that at all. <laughs> they should have stayed on Raw, and then you could have created something new for Mysterio. He could have been an agent for Dominic, learned the ropes, and that's what give him enough time to get healed up and have some more matches before he retires. You could have done this another way. You decided to put the highest storylines from either brand and put it on one show. So now what's happening to Raw right now is basically turning into basically turning into it's the running turd storm. And that's why I think it sucks. 
Um, Banks and Bailey's contract signing. Of course, at the, at the end of all this, Bailey doesn't sign, but eventually Sasha's going to get her revenge on her and force her hand to sign that contract before hell in the cell. So that's probably more likely going to happen on Friday. As for the main event between Strowman and Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns chokes out the big man, Strowman, to force him to pass out. And that's how he won. Makes no sense that this whole thing for me a booked in the first place. We talked about this story, but I want to keep going into it. It was a decent match, to fairly say the least. I gave it a good match. Jay's being indecisive about either cheap shot with a chair to Strowman, but instead, as Roman turns his back and basically provokes him by saying something to him, and boom, he just fires off and hits him with a chair, whacking him. The officials and referees come out try to break it up, and then we see Roman get the last off and knock him and knock his cousin down to the ground. Little pup from Big Pup, you ain't not on my level just yet, boy. Stand down, and I'm gonna make you suffer. I'm gonna make you scream at hell of a cell. inside hell of a cell in the eye quit match. That's how we end SmackDown. So basically, all the hard storylines turned into SmackDown storyline, so they need to create new storylines for Raw, so expect Raw to be the reigning. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, let's, let's take a look at it, shall we? WWE, you're dropping the ball with the Road Marines and Jey Uso did. There should be no reason why, after a couple of chair shots, y'all want to ho- y'all want to hold Jay Uso, then allow him to get Superman punched, and that's the end of the show. Why are y'all doing that? If y'all gonna do that, let him get y'all should hold back Roman. Y'all just did not hold back anything on Roman. Y'all just. Y'all just sat there and just allowed Jay Uso to get what three chair shots in, and then they all y'all want to hold him, but yet no y'all don't want to hold Roman. Allow Roman to get the free access to a Superman punch. Shame on you. The saddest thing is watching. Is the new day farewell? Because out of so many stables and tag teams that that came together, I thought this tag team stable was gonna last a little bit longer. No, but y'all want to drop the ball. But at least the best part is, out of y'all dropping the ball is the change we gonna see from Big E. Now Big E is going to is going to show the world what he's able to do. I I'll gladly love to see that. But it'll be greater to have the new day come around and be by his side while he has that change just because of this. Now, what happens when when and I forget Jimmy Uso's coming back. Now you have the Usos together again, and if if word is out there is true about a smaller spot team, we are be now Roman versus Big E. Now it'll be great to have Roman versus Big E and New Day versus Usos again, but this time instead of being Big E in those matches, no, it's going to be straight up Kofi and Xavier versus the actual Usos. That'll be that'll be a great pinpoint. God save this this whole entire thing to start everything up. But no, y'all want y'all not going to do that. But the only best thing I have done. And I hope y'all ain't messing around because I'm about 
if I'm glad we'd love to see a change, it'll be that woman's it'll be that woman's championship. And this and I want to see Sasha win at Hell in a Cell. The only woman to to go against all her horsewomen in a match in Hell in a Cell. She went against Becky. She went against the only flair. And she now she's going against Bailey. But but is it Charlotte or Raw? So how are you trying to? Yeah. So how are you trying yeah, to? Yeah, she's on. No, no, no. This is what I said. This is what I'm saying. Sasha Banks is the only woman to face our whole entire horsewoman and hell in the cell. She went against. She went against Becky. Now then she went against. So, um, Charlotte. Now she's going against Bailey, the only woman who actually can face all of them in a Hell in a Cell match at one point in period of time. No one has, no woman have you ever seen has fought someone in the Hell in a Cell as more times as Sasha right now. Google this, everybody. No one has not faced no, no female has not gone against anybody in the Hell in a Cell match more than Sasha Banks. <laughs> but on that note, if y'all just give Sasha the, the belt, y'all see better matches than what, even though the rivalry is still going on, but it'd be great to see Sasha versus. Bianca Belair, uh, Sasha versus uh, mostly everybody that's coming into that main stage for the SmackDown's Women's Division. Because Lord knows they know Women's Division on SmackDown. That's the same as the same thing I was wrong, and they make that to a joke. What do you think they're going to do to the SmackDown? They're going to probably make that to a joke. That's why you see Raw had to end it with McIntyre and Randy Orton fighting throughout the whole after Lana won the Battle Royale. Hope they won't do Hope they won't mess up when they have the best thing going, and that's Bailey versus Sasha. Make it quick, man. BK, go. That's it. Um, SmackDown. Um, that BS opening with, like you said, the freak. That's stupid. It's the wrong time to call him a freak. Um, with the whole tag team situation. Um, Rudolph is the only legit tag team besides New Day and True Possible. So, I have three tag teams. The rest of them are either well, Lucha House Party, but Derek wants to stuff. Uh, um, Lucha House are raw. Okay, whatever. We got we ain't got enough time. Um Dude <coughs> is on raw, but uh, so um the do they farewell. Um I really thought that Big E was gonna turn heel or somebody was gonna turn heel. But that whole like, they was dragging it out to make it seem like he was gonna turn heel. And they had hugged up and everything. I was like, he's about to do it right he's about to do it right now. He's about to turn heel. But nope. Well, I'm glad they didn't, though, because that would have been a, like a free fight ending, and that would have been a shield all over again. And I ain't, I don't want to see Big E as a heel. Um, I think he's better at the place. Um, so, hopefully, after this, Jay and Roman feels over. We can have Big E slide in there and face Roman. And, yeah. Um, Sammy and Otis, I don't want to see this. Do not want to see it. I want to see Sammy versus somebody else. And they're still going with this briefcase stuff, this briefcase lawsuit. Um, even though Miz and Morris is on Raw and Minnie's on Raw, which makes no sense. And he's still talking about, oh, um, my lawsuit, blah, 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 blah. I don't know why he's still going with that. Um, besides that, um, yeah, 
the women. Um, Duke's point out Sasha's the only person to face Bailey, Charlotte, and now Bailey in the Hell in Cell match at some point in time. And I thought Bailey's gonna retain because it's no, we all know if Charlotte win, I mean, I, I say Charlotte, if Sasha wins, she's gonna lose it in her first defense anyway and lose it to Bailey anyway. So we don't want Sasha to be a transition champion like all her other wings. So just let Bailey retain, have her face Bianca in her next feud. So that's all I got to say. All right, man. I'm gonna go into the news real quick. So we try to keep this thing a little under an hour, man. I'm trying to break my little time habit. First things first, when it comes to the news update, uh, raw, uh, raw underground is officially scrapped. Yay! Thank God for that. AEW NXT viewers have went up 17 percent, but still AEW has still won by eight by 835,000 to NXT 671,000 viewerships. The demographic for for, for AEW went down 12%. So we should see, hopefully we should see a nice little uptick when it comes to the next show. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see what happens. PWI releases the top 100 female wrestlers of the year. Bailey being at number one. Face being at number four. And etc. What are your thoughts? Um, Bailey deserves to be number one. She's been the top female heel. And I never really liked this Charlotte at the heel, especially with the, what they were trying to do to her going on three shows with the NXT Championship. So, good good call when it comes to that. But Charlotte is still up there in the top tens when it comes to that, um, that ranking. Skull Ho is back on substance trouble again. He was doing the um a virtual meet and greet to where he was delusional, it was incoherent, he was being very hostile. Let's hope afraid he's not back on that stuff. If he is, please, PDP. I don't know what's going on with him deep psychologically, but let's not lose this one too. Um Joey Ryan for Impact is suing Impact Wrestling for $10 million to breach for a breach of contract. See what happens when it comes to that. I know we got to about that more behind the scenes. Y'all can talk about that. WWE has extended the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Has extended um, the Thunderdome visits for four weeks, but they got to give two week notice that they're planning to stay another another month or not. It's more likely it's going to keep happening until January. As probably some of the sources currently have rumor, but it hasn't been confirmed. But I believe that they're going to do it that as well. Well, Osprey, well, Osprey was framed for the speaking out scandal, which um, basically the company itself was framing him so that he would take the heat and not the company itself. So they need to order, he need to issue a retraction to him or Will Ospreay's going to have a field day with them in court. Coming up next, Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle has real legitimate heat backstage. That's why we see Matt Riddle getting drafted over the Raw and Seth getting drafted over the SmackDown. So, not really going with that. Braun Strowman being buried again? I say yes, but what do y'all think? Um, NXT sends a potential spy to AEW. One person who was under um, WWE contract was released, and then eventually he goes over to AEW, has one match for Dark, been there for a few weeks, end up not doing any more stuff, and then eventually he goes back to NXT, and that's the way he spoiled the whole Eric Bischoff Special commentator for the Jericho and uh, RS Cassidy um, promo we uh, weeks ago. Draft fallout. This whole draft was garbage. Even Marie returned to uh, returned to WWE. Special has also been confirmed. We just don't not know when that's going to happen. Um, see what happens with that. The Halloween Havoc special has been announced, and it's going to be happening in two weeks on October twenty seventh. Miro's gimmick, a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. You guys tell me, folks. Well, so I can leave our comments below. Big Swole's momentum fall flat. Yes, it has. I'm sorry. As much as I don't want to have to say it, but I'm going to have to say it. <laughs> hey, that's the end of the show. That's me, Blackheart, Big K over here. Villain, do your shadows. Get out and make your shadows completely short and sweet within the next 12 seconds. Go. Uh, shout out to everybody. Black Lives Matter. Shout out to George Floyd Brown, Taylor family. Y'all just as will be third. Yeah, I'm just speaking to you real day, quick. He loves his H words, um, other substance, other illegal substances. But y'all know how he is. I'm Blackheart. See y'all next.